it's a beautiful day today. It's quiet. And I'm just sitting out on my patio. And as I sit here, I'm just taking some time as the sun shines on the back of my neck to reflect. Reflect on my relationship with my family, relationship with my friends, and some of the interesting things that I've seen play out in my family and in listening to other people and their families, lives. It's quite interesting, some of the discoveries that I am making. What I want to talk about today is secrets of the heart. Secrets of the heart. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that I've been reading often, and it is Joel 1 and 4. It says, That which the palmer worm had left had the locust eaten, and that which the locust had left had the canker worm eaten, and that which the canker worm had left had the caterpillar eaten. So it's a very interesting scripture because when I think about palmer worm and canker worm and caterpillar, the only thing that I can think about is a caterpillar. But this is actually talking about a locust. I remember a couple of years ago when I first started to plant my garden, I would get locusts in my flowers. And, uh, well, not really so much my flowers, but more so um, my vegetables, particularly my bell peppers. I don't know what it is about the taste of bell peppers, but locusts seem to enjoy them. And I had to battle because as beautiful as this insect is to me, the vibrant green just sitting on the leaves of the bell peppers and blending right in. And next thing you know, it is chewing away at the bell peppers and chewing away at the leaves. And then I'm upset because if I don't get control of it, then they will completely devour my bell peppers. So I was looking at this scripture and I noticed that there were some footnotes. So I'm going to read it again, but this time I'm going to tell you what each worm means. So in verse 4 in Joel 1, it says, That which the palmer worm had left had the locusts eaten. Palmer worm in this text means chewing locusts. So that which the chewing locusts had left had the locusts eaten. Locusts means swarming locusts. Swarming locusts. And that which the swarming locusts had left had the canker worm eaten. 
Canker worm means crawling locusts. Crawling locusts. And that which the canker worm, the crawling locust, had left, had the caterpillar eaten. Catter. Consuming locusts. Consuming locusts. So we have a chewing locust. And if the chewing locust is not enough, we have the swarming locust. When the swarming locust is not enough, then we have another chewing locust. And we have a consuming locust. A swarming locust, a chewing locust, a consuming locust. You can relate this to those secrets that are left deep down in our hearts. All families have secrets. And over the last six years, I have discovered that there are so many secrets lurking within my own family. And it is a, it's just like a locust that is chewing and swarming. And then eventually it consumes people. I have found that in the black family and African-American families, typically, we have a lot of dark, deep secrets that we have hidden away in the closet, like skeletons in our closet. And it's dark and it's cold and we've buried them in corners. And all families have them, but particularly in the black family, we try to protect even the ones that are harming us. We don't like to deal with our problems and our secrets and those deep, deep things that, that are just slowly eating away at us. Chewing, the chewing locust chewing away at our soul. We ball them up. We put them in a chest. We close the door. We put a lock on it. We throw the key away and we bury it. We put it in our closet. In most black families, there has been so much abuse, but we bury it and we don't talk about it and it consumes us. And you know what happens? We don't get the healing that we truly need and deserve. I want you to really think about that. At my church, I am a part of a team called Healing and Deliverance Team. And one of the things we do is we have people deal with those hidden secrets. And there is a process and, you know, we go through this process of, of identifying the things that people are dealing with, these deep, deep, dark secrets. And once we can bring those things to the table, 
we can discuss it, we can talk about it. But in the black family in particular, we do not like to deal with our crap. We do not like to deal with the past hurts and the traumas and the abuse and the neglect. We don't want to deal with the fact that we were raped at 15. We don't want to deal with the fact that we were raped by someone we know. Maybe it was an uncle that came over to visit or a cousin that would come over to babysit. We don't want to deal with the fact that the next door neighbor molested us at eight years old while our mother was gone to work. Or come in the shower, mom's boyfriend, come in the shower and touch us in places that they had no business touching. Or the abuse, the physical abuse, the slapping around and the hitting and the cutting and the choking, throwing someone down on the bed and covering their mouth so they cannot scream while they are being abused. Or the neglect of being left alone to fend for themselves because mom or dad was a drug addict. And sometimes all kinds of people were in and out and in and out and in and out of the home. Sometimes there was no food on the table and you would go days without eating. And so what did you do? You grew up. You had to be the bigger person, right? You had to keep going on with your life. And you got married and you moved on and you got a career and you're, you're living your best life now. But those deep, dark, cold secrets are still buried inside. I really love what Jada Pickett does with Red Table Talk because it takes a mature person that is willing to grow to deal with the things that are deep inside and put them out on the table. Because if you don't deal with those past traumas, then what are you allowing to happen? the chewing locust, the swarming locust, and then eventually the consuming locust. And you cannot move on with your life, really. And you cannot have a good relationship with other people. And your relationships are dysfunctional because the locust has consumed your life. Just like the locusts consumed my bell peppers, consumed the leaves 
you are allowing it to consume your life by not dealing with the secrets, the secrets of the heart. I want to challenge you today. I want you to get a sheet of paper and a pencil and I want you to write down three things, three secrets, either in your life, in your family's life, something that directly or indirectly affects you. I want you to write those things down. The second thing I want you to do is find a close friend or relative Someone that you can tell your secrets to and they won't tell anyone. This is going to be your partner. You're going to tell this person what you've written down on that list. And you know what? You don't even have to tell the person all three things. You can tell the person one thing on your list. At least one thing. And I want you all to talk about it. And the last thing... I want you to pray about it. You can pray about it with your friend, your cousin, whoever you are close to, an aunt, uncle, a pastor, first lady, whoever. You're going to pray together concerning the thing or the things that you have written down on your list, on your paper. And I also want to challenge you today to go to the Lord and tell the Lord what you went through. Now, we know that he's omnipresent. We know he sees everything, but I want you to tell him, Lord, where were you when I was being abused? Where were you when I was being molested? Where were you when he was sneaking in my room and touching me in places that he had no business? Where were you when I had a single mom and my father walked out on us and my mom and had to go and do every and anything to feed us? She was prostitute and she was doing whatever to feed us. Where were you? Lord, I felt abandoned. I felt forsaken. See, we don't know sometimes that it is okay to talk to the Lord in that way. This is how you build a relationship with him. You tell him what you're going through. You talk to him about those things. Lord, where were you? You know what? He was right there. He was. And it's very difficult for us to know that he was there. I don't know if any of you have heard the story of Joyce Meyer where her father abused her sexually for years. You should go and Google it. You would be amazed at how, in the end, God used her to help get her own father, the person who was sexually abusing her, saved. We have to know that there is a real enemy that we face. We have to know that Satan is his name and that he rules all evil. But what he meant for our bad, 
God can always turn it around for our good. He did it for Joyce Meyer. She is making miraculous moves today. You should really go and listen to her story. We are stronger when we can acknowledge the pain and the hurt. And when we can go to God and say, God, I felt abandoned. I need you. Know that you would never leave me nor forsake me, but it sure felt like you did. That is the first step to our healing. And then we can take that, that the enemy meant for our bad, that the uncle or the aunt or the cousin or the neighbor or the, or the mother's husband or the mother's um, boyfriend or whoever, what they did to us, we can take those things. Now we're going to go help get somebody out the gutter. Now we're going to work for Child Protective Services. And we're going to be the ones that are going in and making sure that abused children are being placed in the proper homes. We're going to start that suicide hotline and make sure that there wouldn't be nobody committing suicide behind past traumas. That's what God can do for you. That's what he can do for all of us. We don't have to allow the locusts to consume our lives. We have to deal with them. We cannot just live and not deal with those secrets. I really hope that you got something out of this podcast today. I sure have sitting here in my yard reflecting reflecting over my life and the secrets that have been in my family and the secrets that are still being revealed and my heart aches my heart really aches for people because I have a heart for people but I sure hope that you can take this and you can do that homework assignment and you can write down those things and you can get with someone and you can talk and you can communicate and that is how you get your healing and no you may not be you know just at 100% the next day but you are well on your way so hopefully again you got something out of that I'm gonna leave it there I hope that this podcast has been encouragement to your soul. And as the woodpecker pecks on the tree in the background, I'm going to sign off. Thank you so much. Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. Hi, this is Kristen. And thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And while you're at it, click subscribe so you can continue to receive my podcast, Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. And I just want to give you an invitation today, an invitation to Christ. That's what this segment is about. So you know what? You don't have to wait till Sunday to go down in front of the entire church 
you can receive him right where you are right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I want a relationship with you. Please come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And guess what? You are saved. It's that simple. Get in a Bible-based church, fellowship with other Christians, and get to know Christ for yourself. And until next time, please subscribe again and come back for more encouragement from Kristen's Backyard.